Good morning. A story is told about Mother Teresa in Calcutta, whereby he's told of this gentleman who lives in a small house. So Mother Teresa decides to go to visit this gentleman and was living in a single room, very dark inside, and it's all gloomy, smelly. Typically, if we describe the room as well, a kind of a grave, yeah. it's like a grave inside. So Mother Teresa comes, knocks the door, and no one is opening, and she forces the door open. Of course, no one was going to call the police. She's Mother Teresa. So she opens the door, goes in, and she greets the man and says, why do you live like this? No response. So Mother Teresa begins to clean the house. She's sweeping everywhere, taking the garbage out, and all of a sudden, the man asked him, why are you doing this? Mother Teresa said, because I care, and Jesus cares. So as she was cleaning the house, she found a very old lamp. That's uses kerosene, but it hasn't been used in a long time. So Mother Teresa cleans this, she goes out, brings in kerosene, and lights it. Then she asks again, why do you live like this? And the man says, why should I light my lamp or clean it up because no one comes to visit me? So Mother Teresa asks the gentleman, so if I send my nuns to visit you, will you open the door? Will you light your, your lamp? And he says, yes. And every day she sent two nuns to this gentleman's house, just to visit, talk to him, clean him up, do these, all these things. After six months, the man gets off his bed and tells the two nuns and says, Go and tell my friend, the older nun who came in first, that she does not have to come anymore because the light she lit in my house, it's now burning. Says the light she began, it's blighting in my heart. Now I can open my house and move out again. I have found purpose again. And that's what we are called to do. And this Sunday stresses two things. Being the light in the world, and being the salt of the earth. In the first reading from prophet Isaiah, the Jews have just returned from Babylon, from the exile. So most of those who are returning had never seen Jerusalem. They had stories from their parents. So when they come, they find Jerusalem is in ruins, and they begin constructing Jerusalem, the city of God. And what happens? The work was taking so slow, and they're getting very frustrated. Oppression began to take over, and then people began to complain, says, where is God? This is the light of God. God is city. That's the background from which Isaiah now tells them that God is telling you this. If you want God's light to shine upon you, do not turn your back on your own. The poor, the oppressed, the homeless. And these are things that most of us in our parish have come to realize, that they some of the, because we have the seven works of mercy, and one of the, three of them are mentioned today, feeding the hungry, clothing the naked, and giving shelter to the homeless. Most of you get involved into this. So Isaiah is telling them that true piety 
must be not only fasting and crying and weeping to God, but bringing God into the oppressed. He's looking at God from the light of justice. He says, let justice prevail. Do not turn your back on your own. And that's why I say some of us in this parish have been blessed that we have most of these ministries. We are the light in the world. We have our, our sleep in heavenly peace. They're making beds for the kids who don't have beds in their homes. It's a wonderful ministry. Last night, our parishioners were at the Methodist church. What was that? Pads. They're giving shelter to these homeless. And by doing so, Isaiah is telling us, then the light of your God will shine. You will call upon him and he will listen. That's why today, Jesus also uses a metaphor of the salt. Like Isaiah, Jesus is telling us, you are the salt of the earth. Now, this is not for only his, his apostles. He was addressing all his <laughs> followers. He says, you are the light of the world. When you go back, when God chose Israel as a nation, the purpose of Israel was to be the light of the world. But when Jesus came, Israel had become like any other nation, fighting political wars, corruption in the temple, murder, you name it. Jesus says, how can this be the light of God now? That's one way Jesus says, you are the light of the world. You as an individual person and us as a community, we are the light. But he also warns us that it's very easy to lose our light, to dim. It's very easy to lose our taste. Because when it's about salt, everyone in the first century Jew knew what salt meant. Because salt was one of the main preservatives. But more to that, for the Greeks, actually, saw salt as divine. They say salt was divine. And the Romans said, there is nothing more beautiful than sun and salt. So salt was so very important among the ancient times. When you go to our friends in the Oriental, salt was used to seal covenants. So that's why they see salt as an element of purity and preservation. So when Jesus says you are the salt of the earth, he's telling us that, yes, this salt must be used to give flavor in our world, to preserve the world. But what are you preserving? That's the question. In creation, God is telling us everything God created was good. He says the first day it was good, the second day it was good. So God is telling us going into the world, we're going to preserve that goodness that God created. And more to that, to give the world a flavor, a taste. We make the world a beautiful place. Now I know some of us in this community have been told by doctors don't eat salt for some reasons. But we know generally <coughs> salt is always good. So today's gospel is reminding us that it's very easy for us to lose our taste if we just sit in our homes and do nothing about the world. He says, if you who worship me, who know me, just sit home, you're going to lose your taste. We have to go into the world. That's why Pope Francis always tells us that he loves a church that is bruised. 
He wants his priests to go and make their hands dirty, go to the streets. So he's telling us, let us go into the world and give the world a test. So the question is, what are you going to do? We as Christians today at St. Joseph, what are you going to do? We mention all these ministries. How are you getting involved to turn one's life around? So listen, as Jesus is giving us today, they're based on nature. He's teaching us that in the fundamentals of life, nothing lives for its own. Nothing lives for itself. The rivers never drink their own water. The trees never eat their own fruits. They don't. We eat those fruits. So the question is, how are you going to break yourself to be the salt in your family, to bring flavor in your family, to bring light in your broken world? By doing so, God reminds us, is the one who illuminates us so that we can light our world around us. So the question comes in and says, can you give yourself to God so that God can use you? Yes, we can. He's telling us, I want to use you to bring taste in my world. The question is, can we trust him? And if we do that, then he blesses us, gives us the strength and say, it's a new day. Go and bring life into your broken world. The Lord be with you.